Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast with Jay and Joaquin. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast. We're so glad to be back. I'm sorry. I was just grooving to a song in my head uh, that I just heard. But as always, I'm Joaquin. And that's <laughs> Jay. Jay. That, that's Jose. That's Pastor Jay. And then next to him is brother from another mother, another mother spaceship, our man, our friend from Nashville, uh, Junior. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, Junior Padilla here, just chilling, man. So the funny thing is that um, we've had Junior here with us before. Right. But this is the the first time that he's on video. Right, that you've seen him. So, ladies, he's single. Oh, man. Texans. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, but, you know. I, I got a dog, okay? So all I got is a dog. I got a dog. <laughs> You're selling yourself. You're selling yourself. <laughs> very good. Very good. But uh, nah, so, you know, we got Junior, uh, junior here because we got some stuff that uh, he's working on that we're going to be talking about um, today. But uh, kind of as always, uh, let's just talk about a little bit about, you know, how's your week been? So, Jay, like always, what's going on? How's the uh, homeschooling uh, coming along. Um, yeah, it's been great. It's been great. Um, I think it's been better for me than it's been for like being. Um, you know, so I have a schedule, sort of, super loose. Uh, right. Morning is exercise, right? Four minute Tabata class, like set for kids, right? So we do it together. Um, we get a devotional walk. We sit out there, talk about Jesus. We pray together, come home. Um, that's been like the routine that we've been doing. And then we come back and we have breakfast because by that time the wife is downstairs from working. We have breakfast together as a family. They tell her all about what we the, the devotional was. I think she's gonna start joining us. She feels she's got she's got a bad case of FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna start joining us. And it's just like that rhythm. That rhythm. Right. I don't like before it was. You know, everything was, okay, from this time to this time is work on your reading. From this time to this time. And that was, you know, what, what the wife gave me. She's more type A. I'm more type whatever. Right. Right? So right. just mix it up. After breakfast, she leaves. I go, all right, you guys, what do you want to do today? Hey, let's, you know, let's play. Let's have playtime. Let's start off with playtime. Then, then let's go into our reading. Then let's go into our, you know, whatever it is. Um, right. So one time my daughter was downstairs with us. <laughs> you got to laugh at this. And she's sitting there like seeing how experiential and how like non-scheduled um, it is. And she looks at me and she says, can I offer you, can I offer you a suggestion? <laughs> and I'm like, um, what about? I'm like, no, you know, he needs a schedule. Like, mm, no, he doesn't. But if it's bothering you, remember, the office for you is upstairs. You don't need to be down here. 
And then after that, everything was they wanted to show mommy everything. Oh, mommy, look, mommy, look, look at Bobby. Like every two, every time he did something, mommy, look. And Sonia, mom, it's like, yeah, maybe I think it's better if you go downstairs because you're being a distraction to my students. <laughs> Like, this is why parents aren't allowed in public school to sit there. Like, you're being a distraction. You have to go upstairs. Yeah. Because, like, she has, you know, in her mind, you know, she's, I mean, that's how Polish people are. Though. So that's the culture, you know. Caribbeans, we're real laid back about certain things as long as it gets done. So she comes downstairs when everything's over because then she takes over for a little bit of math class. And she does, like, a review, right? And, yo, like... Like with no lie, Sebastian is like, okay, who went the other day? He like he read a whole book to her, and he's and she's trying to test him, and he's like catching on and telling her everything. And I was like, hey, it might be unorthodox, but he's learning, like you know, like, right, right, right. Like he's learning, right. it's working. I mean, yeah, Montessori way, like Montessori doesn't give you a schedule. Montessori has like only a few hours and like 30, 40 minutes of just like different things, hands on. So we make lunch together. All right, I'll go and I'll have them um, for snack break. I'll have them make each other snacks. Nice. Right, so I'll put everything in front of them. Here's a banana for the both of you. Here's your dull knife because <laughs> you guys are still Puerto Rican. So here's your dull knife. <laughs> right. And they'll go, they'll cut up the banana for each other and the little whatever it is, fill up the water cups and then give like. Like crossover things, right? Okay. Here's your here's your snack. Here's your snack, and they love it rather than all right. There's your snack. Eat it, right? So oh. I mean, no, it's it's well, um, they'd love that too, though, right? I mean, here's your snack. Eat it. Mm. No, you'd be surprised, especially Sonia. Sonia does a lot of pushback. I don't want that <laughs> want applesauce. Whatever, you know, she's all about the yum yum. All she wants to do is eat. Every two yeah. months, she's hungry. Yeah, like, like, she's she putting it down. No, like, like, like last night, it was like, I'm hungry. Yo, Magda said this morning she was making, so she made cinnamon rolls from scratch, right? Which were amazing. And All I'm right. saying that because I'm biased, right? Like, it was dope. But, but, like, Sonia, yo, are the cinnamon rolls done? Are the cinnamon rolls done? No, baby, they're <laughs> in the oven. The, oh, okay. And, like, literally walk around. Are the cinnamon rolls ready? <laughs> like, <I'll be> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... you COVID-free now, right? Because you came up yesterday, so you must be COVID-free. They're letting you out. Hey, listen. Um, I, I licked a few eyeballs while you weren't looking, so we'll find out what happens. That's uh, a good way to, you know, like, uh, just, boost your immune yeah. system. Right, right. Yeah, man, I'm good. I uh, don't lick toilet bowls. But then you get oh. it again. Because then you get it. <laughs> no, you can get something else. Oh. You're going to get that again, and then you're going to get like a nice case of herpes. Like a, yeah, yeah. Then I'll be walking around. You'll walk around with a, with a sore on your lip as big as, big as your ear. <laughs> I, we lost your audio. Can't hear me? Yeah, now yeah. we could. Oh, there we go. Nah, man, I'm good. I, you know, this week I started working out again. I hit, I hit four days out of the week. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, 
So I, yeah, I feel, I feel fine. Like I, you know, people are talking up, you know, like I know some people had issues, but um, I'm good. I just, you know, I did my 48 hours uh, fasting. Like I was talking about last week, you know, I was going to be starting. I broke it with uh, pulled pork and uh, brisket. So and we were there. So this is true. Yep. We saw, we saw that happen. No, no, but I, did you even notice I ate the pulled pork in the car in before. the car, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Ah. I was, I, I was going to say, yo, there's no eating in the car, man. But I realized 48-hour fast, yeah, he's not going to let anything fall. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. That, that's, and that's why I ordered the pulled pork, right? Um. Cause uh, the, you know the pulled pork isn't as fatty as the uh, the brisket, so I didn't have to worry about it, you know, like dripping everywhere. So, but yeah, man, I'm good. I'm I'm actually uh, I went and bought I went and bought food for this week. I got a spot seven ninety nine a pound for for uh, ribeyes. I bought I bought some picanha. Mm. Uh, I actually had some for lunch. And so, yeah, man, it's good. Just, you know, working, working out. And that's it. What you guys doing? Messing with the light. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> like spotlight on Junior. <laughs> spotlight on Junior, right? So, you know, since you're here from the jump, um, how was your week, Joe? Oh, man, it's it's been amazing. Um, this week... Well, I mean, I feel like I'm no longer a musician, <laughs> which is really weird. Um, this whole pandemic thing, I've been working really hard in the studio, just mostly full time. Um, but because we're getting ready to release a record, and I'm not saying I see a record. I'm, a record. So, I'm so old, man. Well, that's reflected in your first single. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It really is. <laughs> so, so yeah. So this this uh, this single is dropping on Tuesday. Um, this production that I did. And so I've shifted over from music stuff to really campaigning and just like letting people know, hey, I have a, a production coming out. And it's daunting, like this day and age, what you have to do to make people aware that you have something. Right. When you're coming from zero, because right. nobody knows who I am. Like nobody, ha I've been out of the music industry for seven years and I just got back three years ago and I didn't get into production right away. I was just playing, um, I'm a drummer. So, um, so yeah, so it's just, I've been doing that, just preparing campaigns. Like that's all I've been doing and, and, and plumbing and plumbing. <laughs> it's like every, every man, except for Joaquin, has had to have some plumbing issue during quarantine. During quarantine, man. <laughs> like no lie, I had to fix, I had to fix the toilet here, right? And I've had to fix the the garbage disposal, right? Well, in the sink, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, I don't know what the, what I'm doing. I don't know what the, well, let me go. <laughs> yeah. I was getting ready to yeah. come here on Friday and the, the morning that I woke up and I started getting stuff ready, my, my bathtub's leaking. Like the, <laughs> and, and I'm talking about leaking. It's, it wasn't regular. I was like, I can't, <laughs> like my bill would be like $800 by the time I come back. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> so I get it. So I had to learn how to fix it. And I know that last time I got a a, a plumber to, to fix a similar leak, it was over $100. And I was like, Junior, 
You gonna learn. You gonna learn today. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get home and your house is gonna fl- have floated away. Yeah, it was weird because remember when I was talking. Uh, I was talking to Banning on the podcast on my podcast. He, him too. He was like, "Hey, like I never held a wrench in my life, but I had to do it now because we're in quarantine. I can't yeah, call people in my can't house. Call nobody, <laughs> especially out in California. Yeah, <laughs> exactly." Yeah. Especially with him being right. a pastor, you don't know what happened or what he has. Yeah, so I mean, so, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Larry. So I do wanna, I do, I do wanna, um, uh, I, we know, you know, we always talk about movie of the week, song of the week. So we're gonna be talking about song of the week in a minute, in a little bit. But I do wanna plug this the documentary that I I told Jay about it. Um, let me find the name of it again because I forget. It made such an impact. Uh, so there's this documentary. It was important to you. Yeah, no, no. There's this documentary called American Gospel uh, in Christ Alone. Uh, or American Gospel, Christ Alone. And it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, if you don't have Netflix, I got Netflix. Find, <laughs> find a different way to watch it. What was that? Netflix messed around with Jesus too much. I, I, I'm i done with Netflix. Well, well, this redeem this something? apparently <laughs> they're, trying, well, they're trying to get us back. They're I, trying to get us back. Right, right, right. Well, no, you can, so you can, was, uh, no, no, you can, you can. Hey, hold on. Was yeah, no, they don't care hey, about you. Come back, look what we got. Come back. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't, they don't care about either of you. I talked to them. Like, I talked to them. Pure flicks. Look, we got this. They uh, I talked to them about you too. They were like good riddance. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, uh, American Gospel, Christ Alone, uh, you know, it's probably like on iTunes, Voodoo, all the different uh, rental places. Check it out. It's really good. It's um, Don't watch the trailer because the trailer makes you think it's about the prosperity gospel. Like that's what it's about. But uh, it's really about the centrality of the message of the gospel. And how important that is. When I watched the trailer, because I watched the trailer before you watched the the movie, because um, I saw how Todd White reacted to it. Right. The so-called healer, the street healer. Um, But uh, so I watched the trailer when I saw that. And to me, it was more like, like the whoever cut the trailer they cut it where it seemed, well, the one that I saw, where it made it seem like they were saying that Christianity was was a bunch of, like, nonsense. Like, oh, look, right. they got some money. Look, this fake healing. Look, this, uh. Right, right. That, right. That's the cut. That's the trailer cut that I saw. So I was not interested. I think that's the one I sent you. Because, right, because it, it makes it look like it's about, about those guys, the prosperity gospel people who are involved in all that kind of stuff right is that um um my oldest daughter sent me uh well she she tagged me on this facebook video and uh and it was a lady on the floor of a church and people were just like throwing her money right Right. throwing Uh money on her and then the headline was pastor pastor dies and won't resurrect until like a quota is met or enough money is met, right? And of course, all the comments, and I'm like, like, 
that doesn't make sense to me because you can see that the person on the floor is moving, like her head was moving. So I went and I did my own research and it was a woman, right, who had been going to the doctor and she was in and out of the hospital and she didn't have the money to like, to pay for anything, right? So she had all these hospital bills. So the pastor of the church, who was a woman that was walking around on the microphone, um, asked for the church to like help her out, pay for the bill. right? To pay for the bill. So when she saw like how the church responded, where everybody was just come in and writing checks and just like right. giving her money, like she just like laid out on the floor sobbing, right? So it's like you read this headline and it's like, yeah, look at this, Christianity is fake, whatever. And then you read the real story and she's on the floor crying right. because she can't believe the outpouring of people just like giving her money so she could pay her bills. Right, so right. when I saw the trailer you sent me, I like that's that's what I saw. Like the same thing. Oh, fake Christianity, so-called street healer. Oh, look, this guy Todd White, like healing people in the street, street healer. I'm like, oh, come on, like you know, like Jesus didn't heal people in churches. <laughs> like, well, right, synagogues to heal people. Like Jesus was the the street healer, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not equating right. like, to Jesus, but you know, I just didn't like the the way the trailer made me feel. Well, so get out your feelings and check out, check it out because no, because the very, the, the, the interesting thing about this documentary is when you start watching it, it has nothing to do with what you saw in the trailer. The first, the first half of that documentary, it talks about what is the, the true gospel, right? The gospel of, of Christ, crucified the gospel of it's not a you know um you know it's not it's not the like oh if if uh if if you do this then god will bless you that's not the gospel right the, the gospel is christ crucified and and people dying for that truth then they juxtapose that with this you know word of faith charismatic pentecostal movement with like the copelands and all these all these guys and it and it's a it's a contrast right you're like whoa because what what the prosperity gospel is teaching you is a transactional faith right and then it ends with it ties it back into so what is the gospel okay you know and so it, I, i'm telling you you watch it it's Benny Hinn's nephew who's a pastor he, he, he was a, it's, he a big part of that. He had a big hand in that. And he's he in it. To like, to like shut his, his uncle down, right? Like, cause he was a part of that. And then he left. Right. No. And, and he, and he, no, right. And he's in there and he's in there and he talks about that. Uh, I mean, he, but he doesn't trash, you know, he's like, look, my family is, you know, they're loving and they're loving, caring people, generous people. He goes, but I was in that. And then you realize, you know, how is, how is this really about Jesus? Right. Um, when you're, you're, you know, you're going on a crusade and, and uh, you're staying in, in a, in a hotel where it's, you know, super high end luxury hotel. And then you're taking these people's money and it's, I mean, it was, I think both of you, if, if you checked it out, I think you'll, I think you'll like it. I think most people need to check it. If you still, if you're still on Netflix, American gospel, Christ alone, I'll look for some. Uh, I, mean, yeah, you know, I canceled Netflix after the whole gay Jesus. Right, but 
Uh, you know what? Uh, you can rent it on Voodoo. Um, Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can rent it on Voodoo and watch about the American gospel. Uh, you can watch it on iTunes, whatever. But no, I'm dead serious. It's something something uh, people should check out. Um, I, I think, and I think it'll help. It, it, it got me thinking. A lot of times I was watching, and I was thinking, Jay, Jay's going to be taking notes if he watches this. Because he's like, that preaches, that preaches, that preaches, that preaches. Here's a question without without um without any spoiler you know alerting or whatever um without any spoilers um what was your takeaway on it if if you can if you can say um my takeaway is that um I think that I think that all of us as believers and as the church as a whole I think we need to take a step back and think about what the gospel is as we, as we look at how we minister and how we try to minister um, to the world. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's good. All right. Fine. That, fine. I'll watch it. Fine. <laughs> it's in my arm. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if that's the message that you get out of it, man, then it's worth Then it. again, you are Southern Baptist. <laughs> I am Southern Baptist. And even, even I was like, you know, thinking, you know, as you, as you attach some of the stuff you grew up with, you're like, I mean, obviously we weren't very Pentecostal at all. But you are now. <laughs> yeah, I need to screenshot this. Doody do we do. Any second now. Are you going to edit this? No, I'm going to have to. Okay, so I'm going to. What happened? What happened? You were frozen like this. Yeah. But I could hold Oh, this, but you could hit me. I go very Pentecostal. It was almost like it was, it was like you were talking bad about Pentecostals, and the Holy Spirit went scoot. <laughs> like, I, I took a screenshot. I'm gonna send it to you. Something like that. Yeah. It was just like that too. <laughs> but anyway, you so that's like what everybody thinks uh, rednecks from Southern Georgia look like. Well, you know, hey, is what it is. At least I don't say y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. I see. I see. That's it. Or, or to make you feel better. At least I have a reason to say y'all. Hey, I've been saying y'all since since I lived in New York City. So like y'all, when I came to down south and they were saying y'all here, to me that was normal. No, no you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a, I was a kid in, in in junior high school. I was saying y'all. Yeah, we've been friends. I've always said y'all. You were in our twenties, man. You were not saying I've y'all like that. Always said y'all. <laughs> I've always said y'all. Y'all, what's up, y'all? Oh, my God, I'm lying. I just don't. Sadly, he did always say that. Yep, always. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know where I got it. <laughs> I mean, it might have been from watching the, the Hazards. So you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Wait, 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 wait. Thing, and I just didn't know. <laughs> wait, you watch Dukes of Hazards all the time. We gotta cancel you. Oh, I'll tell you. Cancel. No, he's been brainwashed, so we got to bring him back. We got to bring him back. It's be us, because I also watched the disaster. 
It was my favorite show, man. Everybody likes to watch the Deuce of Hazard, man. Right? Fast cars, I did too. Rivers, man. Come on, man. Everybody likes the Deuce of Hazard. I always I wondered. No, I'm not gonna front. Like I always wondered why the Confederate flag on top of the car. I didn't. I, that didn't even dawn on me. Yeah, it did. It did to me. It's like oh, why they have the Confederate? Because for me, the Confederate flag was was the flag of the losing team of the Confederacy, right? I, so I'm like, well, why? Like these guys are so dope. Like all the 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 fast car driving and and the jumps and all that. They're so dope. Why they got that loser flag on their car? Must be must be a southern thing. See, yeah, I, like I didn't care. It's like, I oh, didn't. Okay. I only went to one history class. <laughs> I did not care about no flag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. But anyway, so it is what it is. Song of the week today. Oh well, today this week. Song of song of the week today. Song of the week today. Starts today. The spotlight for the song of the week today is the debut of this guy, Junior. Um, You can find him at JPad Music on everything. Um, Is his debut song right? So. This is a funny thing. This is a funny thing. So, like I said, Junior and I have been friends since we were in our early 20s. Um, So, (laughs) we're in our we're in our early 30s now. Just leave it there. We're in our early something or our late something else. Like, you know that. We're somewhere up there. Somewhere up there. Right, right, right. (laughs) But, um, Junior has always been a back of the house guy. Right? So, um, he got the, he got a, we were in the band together and he got the band together, but, um, he, he ran the band, but he was in the background cause he would play keys or he would play drums. Right. We were in worship team. We were, we were worship leaders together at the church yes. at Hill Wall for years and years. And he'd run everything, but from the background, I'd be singing and everybody else, but he'd be in the back running everything. So he's always been like, the producer, the arranger, the musician, like taking care of the back of the house. And he's never been in the spotlight in the forefront. And now <laughs> quarantine got Junior living risky. <laughs> <laughs> on the dangerous. Right? So now he will be, on Tuesday, as he said, he'll be dropping his first single um, called No Longer Mine. Right? But still, like, it's funny, right? Because you're still, like, you, you're the producer. Like co-songwriter, arranger, whatever, right? And another friend, another friend yours is like singing it, right? Right. So, um, Kenito, you know this because we talked about this yesterday. But lately, I've been on <clears throat> Sukar Kick, right? Yeah. Where, right. I, like, I sent, I sent you well, a bunch of stuff, right? Tony's but, but I've been on specifically his, um, his. I guess reboot or salsa salsa covers of um, Michael Jack Michael Jackson, <clears throat> right? Right. So that's what I've been listening to for like like almost a month now, just over and over. That's what I've been listening to. So it's just something like that. So when I when I introduced um, the wife to Tony Sukar, I was I just listened to the music, and she's like, "Oh man, this sounds so great!" Blah blah blah. Right. And then it's funny because she was wondering why they kept. Um, putting the camera on Sukar since he was just a musician, right? He's in the musician in the background. It's like, ah, 
that guy playing Timbala is like, every time they show him on camera, he's always smiling. Like, he's really enjoying himself. This is why I love salsa music, because you just get into it. Like, look at him. And I'm like, and I'm just listening to her. She's like, oh, yeah, look, look, they're showing him again. So why are they really showing him a lot? <laughs> and I'm like, because it's his show. Like, he's the artist. You know, it was like, well, but he's playing. I was like, yeah, he's playing, but this is his show. This is his band, his show. These guys are singing, but he's the guy that made the arrangements to put everything. It's Tony Sukar presents Michael Jackson, Sasa version, but, you know, he's not a singer, so he's got singers singing what he's done, even though now, and even now, he's putting out original music, right? But it's, again, him playing and doing all the back-of-the-house stuff while somebody else is singing, right? Right. So that's what, and it happens a lot, right? It happens, it's been happening for years and years, right? Um, I think, for me, the most famous is Quincy Jones. Absolutely. Right? Quincy Jones not only did he discover like all the bulk of the majority of your favorite artists, right, including Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. right, but um, right, he's the guy that's been in the background doing everything, and everybody knows who Quincy Jones is. And if you don't, I feel sad for you. You know, <laughs> go right. go research great music. But everybody knows who Quincy Jones is. But Quincy Jones would do all of the music and be and like arrange all of the the notes and everything, but. You know, he'd have a singer, like Michael Jackson was singing, Diana Ross was singing, or whoever else was singing. But we all know it was Quincy Jones presents, right? This whole right. thing and all these concerts with all these other famous singers. So basically, that's what Junior's doing now. And so it's Junior's, Junior Padilla, no longer mine, featuring this kid, this, this kid. <laughs> I hope he doesn't he's watch not, this. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Because <laughs> he's not. Listen, you know, featuring this guy, Sharif Iman, who is an amazing vocalist, right? Incredible. Like, so, like, it's, it's funny because we were talking about this before, but, like, on the album, he, you know, a lot of, and, and we, we, we've talked about this a lot, like, being in music for as long as we have been, where a lot of people sound great on the recording and then sound like garbage live, right? So, you know, a lot of auto-tuning, a lot of tweaking. Right. You know, you can go in there and actually, like, fix their tone deafness. <laughs> but uh, Sharif is not one of those guys, right? Sharif live is, like, forget about it. Like, he's crazy amazing. Um, and, um, but I'm talking too much um, because of this, right? So, like I said, June and I have been friends for a long time. And he has these grandiose and these big ideas when it comes to music, right? Like you could come in and you can have years of experience of songwriting and putting together whatever. And he'll hear it once. And after hearing it once, he'll tell you, well, hey, how about, did you think about it sounding like this? And then all of a sudden, like your song sounds 10 times better. Um, but I know <laughs> this is one of those things where, like, I know stuff about you. So I know <laughs> that he's never sought the spotlight, right? Like, he's never sought the spotlight. He's right. being in the background and pushing other people and helping other people with their craft and putting, you know, putting, helping other people get on the platforms that they want and making other people sound better and all that. Right? Ever, I can honestly say that you've never wanted the spotlight. 
<laughs> like he's never pursued it, never wanted the spotlight. I don't want it now. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, for somebody that doesn't want academic experiment, ex- experiment, <laughs> experiment, it really is. Well, for somebody that doesn't want the spotlight, I've seen those promo pics. I think it says something different. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad you think that. But, like, you know me. If, I'm, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to do it all the way. Like, I got to look like I'm somebody, even though right. I'm nobody. Ain't no such thing as, I, my, <laughs> as halfway know. crooks. Yeah, we got to do it all the way, man. Like, I'm glad you think that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> So, so yeah, the, the so, Fabio one was a little too much, but that's all right. This is what what made you. Um, I know, yeah, you know, this uh, a COVID experiment. Sorry, a quarantine experiment. <laughs> COVID experiment sounds like you're part yeah, of like you're part of each, like you're part of who? <laughs> yeah, I know. This isn't this isn't the conspiracy episode. That's no, that's for another. No, okay, that's another. That's episode. another one. All right. Because uh, then we'll get no listeners, or we'll get even more listeners. Right? Who knows? From China. No, <laughs> they won't want to listen to us. Um, like, what made you turn it around? What made you like flip the script on yourself? There, there was a, a couple of things, and it's funny that you mentioned Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones' Q Joint is a record, I believe, it's in their nineties. Um, I think it's late eighties. Late eighties. That record confused me um, because of the same thing that he's the producer. And I knew Quincy Jones from, from Michael Jackson and some other stuff. But I'm like, why is there so many singers and he's not singing? Like, who is Quincy Jones? Like, like it, I really need to, needed to find out who Quincy Jones was based on listening to Q-Joint. And the, ra- the way I got that record, I was friends with a guy in the, in, the, in the radio industry. And he would give me all of the records that they already played. And he had left over he would just he he would just like supply me i was in my 20s and he would supply me with yeah, all these 95 he would supply yeah. me with all these cds um of new music that would come that was coming out in new york and that's how i got a hold of that record and because it confused me so much i really d- dove into quincy um so i kind of had this special admiration for him for doing what he did then um, just recently, maybe three or four years ago, um, I went to a drum clinic and, um, and I saw Steve Jordan. Uh, he was doing a drum clinic, he, you know. Uh, for, for people who don't, who don't get geeked out over drummers, who's Steve Jordan? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm, <laughs> let, let me say the story. So yeah, so Steve Jordan is a drummer. He's best known for playing the trio, like in this, in this era. He's he's best known for playing the trio with uh, uh, what's his name uh, John Mayer John Mayer uh, I think he did the Continuum album if I'm not mistaken but he did the tour with Pino Palladino nice. and yeah uh, which which are amazing musicians so it turns out that he starts giving us his backstory and um, he starts saying that he was actually a producer. That he like right now he's was more of a producer than a drummer. Now he's an insane drummer. Don't get me wrong. So I'm I'm listening to this guy, and I'm like, wait a minute, how did you get into production? Like he was like, well, I was just playing. Um, he was playing jazz at a band. I forget the the name of the band. Um, it's a very I think it's a very popular jazz band. He's gonna kill me for not remembering. <laughs> but anyway, the whole point of it is that I had been. He's from New York. He he be, he made his name as a drummer in the studios, and then all the people that he played for noticed his talent at how he would he would 
produce his drum sound in the studio. And they started hiring him as a producer for their records. And um, so he's the bat guy behind like 80% of the music that I grew up listening to. Because being that I'm from New York and he's from New York and he he was doing a lot of the productions, either New York or LA, but it would end up in the radio in, in New York. So all the stuff that I love, I didn't know at the time, but I know now that it was him producing it. So I'm like, man, I really got to get back into production. So between those two guys, um, that's what made me get into the production side. Now, as far as me walk, me doing the, the uh, being the forefront guy, like, you know, saying, you know, um, basically this is how it was. So it being both, right? Because you're still doing production I, and all the work in the background, but yeah. now it's for you. Now, okay, well, Mm, not, not technically. This this <laughs> song, um, the reason why I'm releasing it as a like my production um, with my name as an artist on it. Um, what made me look at that is got there's there's a guy named Zed Z E D D. Um, he's a pop producer. He's like for me, like for my opinion, he is like the top pop producer that you know in in the in the world really so i i got i got turned on to his music um from listening to a song called uh, middle like it was marin uh marin morris on it and it became a huge hit (laughs) she's a country singer she's a country i'm like so So he taylor swift so i don't know what that means Taylor Swift um, started a country and no, then blew no, up in pop music. No, 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 because it was a one shot deal. Ah, so, okay. so like he's a producer, producer, and he's always putting out tracks like pop tracks. Um, and um, he always gets different artists. He writes with a few people, and then and then he gets an artist to fit that song. Okay. And so, like I always see, see seen the name Zed, Zed, Zed. I'm like, but who? Like, what? How? Why? What is going what on? Is, like, what is Zed? Like, but it's always, Zed. you know, so it's a new wave. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say new because Quincy was doing it a long time ago, but now it's a fresh thing where producers are are producing their own records and then they'll just pay a, 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 singer. a singer to come on and sing the song for them. I'm not a singer. I mean, I can do background singers, background singing and stuff, and I can do arrangement, but I'm not a singer. My tone of voice is not beautiful you know like yeah it's whatever so and I'm not trained in voice either I'm trained in other things so so I was like you know what maybe I should do this so this song um was written in 2009 I'll give you a little bit of the song um this girl named Tara uh Tara Lane um she's actually amazing she she came with the idea of the song she had written the song already um she brought it to me and when she brought it to me, she she was 24. This was like her first venture into songwriting. Um, and uh, the song wasn't quite, you know, there. she needed like songwriters to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to craft the song. So right. she had a song idea, a really good, solid idea. And she needed the song crafted. So when I looked at it, um, I, I was like, oh, I, I know who we need to call to really craft this song. And I called uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer K. Longstreth, um, which I was, you know, married to at the time. Um, anyway, 
so yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, so she's an amazing lyricist, and so like she she and I worked the song together, brought it to brought it to uh, to Tara, and it and it worked out. It was like a beautiful song, like, you know. Um, fast forward ten years later, it's still in the box. I had stopped doing music for a long time, and and I um and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bring this song out. I want to honor Tara, and I want to honor the 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 writing skills of of Jennifer and the production that I did on it um I, I'll let y'all listen to it I don't want to I don't want to like seem you know like you know too high and mighty or whatever but what I, what I will say this about about the production um yes I did a lot of the arrangement and yes um a lot of it was me working really hard and learning the new production styles but the musicians on the record are incredible incredible and they're Um, not and they're not like like you know like like freshman musicians no 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 these are major major i'm like the low guy on the totem pole like tara tara has done some amazing stuff um after she we rewrote the song she had she gone out and moved out to la she was on um, American Idol for a while, and she made it up the up the chain pretty high. Um, so she's pretty known. Um, the guitar player on it is Adam Agati. That he he plays for. He was playing for Marcus Miller for a while, um, and also Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles. Uh, the organ player. I'm kind of giving away all the instrumentation, you know. But I'll tell you, like the organ player is Logan Reynolds, which I admire. He he was like the producer for like Helen Baylor, which is an old gospel. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Like it's, these are these Grammy award winning man. Uh-huh. Like these are major major um, musicians. Rob Rob, uh, my fa- one of my favorite pl- bass players in Nashville. He's played with like Big and Rich and Music Mafia and all those, you know, all those country guys. And, and he's an amazing soul player. You'll hear him. So, so there's no lack of heavy hitters on this song. You know, it, I'm, I'm the low guy on the, on the totem pole. So I'm kind of, so, I'm honored that all these people came together. So why would they come together for you? I have no idea. I think, honestly, I not, think it's the grace of God. Because you're not, you're not as low as you think you are. So, um... We're going to use that as an intro. It's been a while since we played music on the podcast. And we are going to debut, right? So the song doesn't drop until Tuesday. Nope. If you're listening to this podcast, then you'll be one of the first people to hear it. Yeah. All right? That's what happens when the artist is your brother. (laughs) And when your brother is your manager. Yep. So we're going to put the song on now and, you know, we're going to look at Junior make funny faces while he listens to the song. I get hit every time. (laughs) And we're going to look at Joaquin make funny faces and me like enjoying the song and laughing at these two guys. All right. There you go. Thank you. 
Shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> I almost really did, man. <laughs> Tell us about Sharif. How do you know Sharif? So Sharif, man, oh, we go way back. Um, Sharif Iman, I met him a while back playing at the Indigo Hotel. Um, out in Nashville. Out in Nashville, singer-songwriter, guitar player, and extraordinaire, man. And um, I had the privilege. He asked me to play with him. I played a lot of percussion before, like hand percussion. Um, so we played a few times, played drums a few times with him. And we've been friends since I think like 2009, 2008, 2009 or so. Um, so that's, I mean, that's really where we 
where, where we know each other from. Now he's actually a, a minister. He's a, he's, a, yeah. he's a worship leader at a church in, in Oregon. So he's doing amazing. Out so there. pray for a brother. He's out there in yeah, Portland with a burning Bible. In Oregon, man, like pray for him hard. Um, he's <laughs> oh, yeah. in the thick of all that craziness. Right. And um, and he's serving the Lord. You know, like he's serving the Lord. He's, a, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I when I met him when he was doing that. Um, he was singing that Centennial Park. Mm -hmm. Like this was like I think um, it had to be like three years wow. ago because Bean was like two years old. And there was no Sonia around. <laughs> in the bandstand? Or? Mm -hmm. Wow, that wow. Yeah, it was one time he went and you That was a while back. It was a yeah, it was a while that back. It was a while back. But yeah. anyway, um yeah, I think it was one. He still had the long hair. I got pictures. He still has the long you, hair. Yeah. No, no, talk about Sebastian. Oh, okay. He still had the long hair. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Even though he has long hair again now. I got yeah. you guys gotta see it. Um but anyway, um so how how do you how have you seen, you know, God working? with you right with you with this song and with the fact that you're coming from the background to the spotlight and putting out your first track and all these things how, how, how have you seen god's hand um allowing things to just fall in place for you i don't know um what what the forefront looks like <laughs> like being in the front end looks like i like i'm always a supporting guy so like i don't know what that looks like i don't it doesn't it hasn't clicked yet um i'll see whatever god wants from that i have no idea now when it comes to getting here it's been miracle after miracle like this song like i said it was written in 2009 um when it, it was finished written writing in 2009 um and i in 2010, I stepped away from music. I went through a divorce. I had another business, a scooter shop, for a long time, uh, seven years. And um, at, when coming back to doing music, I right before that, I went through a few accidents, which I got healed from and miraculously was supplied for. Um, I think we talked <clears throat> about it in, a, in one of the podcasts where the, yeah. now that the pandemic, now the pandemic is hitting right when my drumming career was taking off. Because when I came back, yeah, I know it's funny, when I came back to doing music, um, because of the accidents that I had, I couldn't play drums very well because my tendons were hurt. And so, and so like, I was like, well, the, the best thing I can do is like work really hard and start playing drums again. And it took me like a year. And then I started getting these incredible, incredible gigs. Um, I think Jackie Velasquez was one of the first ones to hire me on a major, on a major, major tour, on a major tour, like yep. a Christmas tour. Um, so I thank her for that, um, and that was like a huge encouragement for, for me to. I'm, I'm waiting for for social distancing rules and quarantine to be lifted. To be lifted. Yeah, to go back to Nashville because you know Nichols Nichols is food. Ah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Nick, Nick is, is good. He's, he's good on his word. That's one no, thing. That, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, he's, he's good on his word. Um, so, yeah, so they gave me, like, one of the biggest opportunities. I, I was already, you know, at the level where I could play, and then they gave me that opportunity. And that gave me, like, a lot of confidence to be able to play and, and, and live from music. And then, um, so I, I really think that was a God thing of God encouraging me, hey, you can really do this. And I went from there to getting a call to work for this artist named uh, Marie, Marie Wise Hawkins. She's a country artist. 
And that was key because that was on a ship for six months. And when I left on that ship, um, my mindset was to take all of my production equipment with me. And I took my production equipment with me. And while I wasn't playing drums, I was learning um, how, to, how to produce. And right before that, I mean, miraculously, God provided for me to buy the little things that I needed. Like, um, I, I was, you know, living as, as a fresh musician. So gigs were up and down, you know, finances were up and down. Like, it, it, was, it was crazy. And to be able to afford a little bit of production equipment to take with me was incredible because once I got on, on the ship, it was six months of, of intensive learning how to produce. And so when I learned all the new skills, not that I didn't know how to produce, I produced in the, in before, but the new technology had changed. Seven yeah. years of new technology is incredible. Like I'm still learning to this, to this day. I'm, every day I'm learning. So, every day I'm hustling. So yeah, so like that, um, I think that opportunity that God provided for me to go work on that ship yeah. was, was one of the major things for me to, because it doesn't matter if God opens up doors into production. If you can't do it because you didn't put the time in, it doesn't, like God will open doors for, for you all, all day long. But if you can't provide, if you can't do what you're supposed to do with right. that door, it doesn't matter that he provided the open it's, door. It's just, yeah, a, it's know. just a breezeway. <laughs> right, right. Just keep on walking. Just keep walking. <laughs> just walk just, right just through. Keep, just walk right through because you ain't, you ain't gonna, you're not going to sustain. So that, uh, you know, I thank God for that. That was a big game changer for me. And, and God, and I know this was a God thing. Like there was, I, I could tell stories for days of how I got on the ship, what happened on the ship. And when I got off the ship, so just every, so, everything that worked, I'm sorry, everything that was supposed to work against you. Yes. Right, from, even, from even getting the gig, right? Me, even Yes. <laughs> okay. So get, could I talk about getting, just getting yeah, the gig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy that did the gig, I've met him once. His, and I'll say his name because he's dope. Um, Steven, Steven Maestro. Like, he's an incredible drummer. He played for Selena Gomez. Um, he's in Nashville. Um, and I'll tell you how this whole started. And, and, and you'll know that everything else was a miracle after that, right? Because right? that was the propulsion of me being where I'm at. So um, he had posted, hey, I need a drummer for a ship, da-da-da, you know, this, this. He, he actually, he didn't even say ship. He said it was for artists. It was for a gig, yeah. It was for a gig. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and, I, and I sent him a Facebook message. He didn't respond. So I left it. I, not a Facebook message. I saw it on Facebook. I sent him an email. He didn't respond. I left it alone, right? On a Sunday, um, Nashville has this thing called, uh, uh, it's like a soul night thing where Jason is the, is the lead singer. You know, he's the one that puts it together. It, and I was- Nashville has soul? Nashville has soul. You're li you just listen to it. That's that 90% of those guys are all- No, Nashville. that's what I'm saying. Is it Nashville, Nashville has soul? Nashville has soul. No, no, it's not. It's not it's Nashville not? has soul. It's not Nashville has sold. Okay, because I remember we went it's, to one. I'm of those. drawing a blank. I'm, I'm terrible when there's like a All camera right. in front of me. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, like, um, I'm sleeping in bed. Like Sundays is my like sleep day. Like I don't, I don't mess around. I sleep. You don't go to church. I, no, I go to church. I'll go to church when there's when, when there's no pandemic. But it's um, early, right? So, but yeah. So like it was later at night, mm -hmm. and and I was just sleeping, and I wake up. 
and, and, and I'm tired. And something tells me, get up and go, go to the club. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, you know, be, I knew this was going on. I was like, go to the club, like, go, go hang out, go, go, you know, just go do something. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. Like, why do you want to get up? And, and I was like, you know what? You know, go support your friends. At least go support your friends. Like, you need to go support your friends. So I was like, okay, I go, I pay the $10, I go, I get in and, um, you know, it's soul. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's Sunday soul. I think is, is what it's called. Sunday, Sunday night soul. There you go. Now it's coming back Sunday night. soul. so, so I'm sitting there, you know, they're like changing bands or whatever. And this, and this kid, I mean, he's not a kid. He looks like a kid, but he's not a kid. Um, maestro goes and he starts playing drums and I'm listening to him. I'm the pickiest guy for drums. And he's playing and he's like touching my soul like no other drummer. Like with every, I'm like, what who who in the world is this guy? You know? And so he, you know, I stay there the whole time. I usually spend 30 minutes and I leave, you know, like, but I stayed the whole time. I was like, I gotta talk to this guy. This guy's amazing. So I talked to Maestro and I'm like, man, dude, like I really appreciate your drumming. Like, you know, and it was like on a soul level, like that I had a like some kind of a connection with him, you know, and um it ends up the dude is a believer. He's, he's like, I, I know this now, you know, but so like what was speaking was his spirit. Like it was, it was actually his spirit. And um, he says, Hey man, he's like, thank you, man. I appreciate that. What's your name? I'm like, I'm junior. He was like, he's like junior who junior Padilla. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's, he's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, you emailed me about this gig. He's like, are you serious? You really want that gig? And I'm like, yeah, man, I think I can do it. He's like, okay, I'll call, I'll call Marie tomorrow. Like, you'll get the gig, and you'll get a message. Like, I'm like, okay. And, it's, <laughs> and sure enough, I get home and Marie is calling me. You know, and she's like, can you let me know by tomorrow? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like it was, it was like that. That so if you, if you, for me, that was a God orchestration thing because I wasn't even going to the club. And right. if I had not gone, he probably would have never responded. He because there was a list of people that that um, emailed him for the gig, mm -hmm. you know. And it happens that I was I was there at the place where you know, and and I met him. You know, it, it was just a god it thing. Was it was meant. It was meant to be. And and from that day, day, on, from day, that day on, yeah, yeah. From that day on, I, honestly, I you know, like I said, I could tell you stories for days. It was miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle up until up until me deciding to go back into the box and say, I want to get this song out. Um, I want this to be the first song, which is Tara's song for a lot of reasons. One, that was the first song that she brought to me. Um, basically, I was her manager at the time we had signed a management deal and she had some really tough times in Nashville and she had to leave. And so like everything kind of fell apart. So I was like, I was doing this for her. I was doing it for myself. I was doing it for like a bunch it of- just, It just dawned on me who it is. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Now it just dawned on me. Yeah. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, now yeah. I know who so she is. It was okay. Tara, it was Tara. <laughs> so, like, so like for all these people, and then um, also for, for in, a, in a sense for myself, um, it, to, to me, this song is a base, it's, it's like a renewal and also a closing of my old production style. And, and cause I, it does have elements of my new, of, of the things that I've learned, 
but all that stuff was recorded in 2009. This stuff was not recorded in 2020, um, with exception of a few things, like maybe like the synth, um, and then it was mixed. It, it, this was mixed by Alex Rivas, by the way. Like he he did an amazing job. Another heavy hitter that has toured with major artists around the world, and he's like he's like right in Nashville. He's like we're friends. Like he, I don't. I, again, another miracle, God miracle that we're connected. He's a believer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's a family of believers, really. It's just king, kingdom people kingdom in different people, places. Kingdom people, and 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 what I like about this song is that. It has all these kingdom people penetrating the secular world and, and, and with hopes that their spirit gives people peace. Right. You know, that's, that's my desire as being in the sec. I know, I know there's a, there, that it's, it's voodoo for a Christian to be in the secular world, but I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I want to. I want to be in the secular world. Not that I don't want to be in the Christian world. I love the Christian world too. And if if opportunities come, I'll take them. I rather work in the kingdom than to work in the world. But well, these these are the opportunities. Nah, that I have. man. Working, being <laughs> of the kingdom. Wherever you work, you're working for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And that's how I believe. Like right, that's that, that's our old legalistic yeah, upbringing yeah. <laughs> showing <Yeah>. its face. <laughs> So it's it's this this song has been a, a, a it's it's been so many things. I mean, even even your participation, every everybody, everybody. It's been a a massive team of people that have brought this together for for whatever reason. I you know I, I'm I'm just thankful to God that it's happening, and I don't know what's next. My, I mean, I have like three or four songs that I've written <laughs> with other people. Now, who knows? I might release it the same way, um, or I'll get the artist and they'll get the I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but more is coming for sure. God willing. Yeah. So, as the manager, I'm saying that there will be an album. <laughs> okay. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. Yeah. Juniors. We're gonna have Junior's Juke Joint. Okay. Yeah, and uh, okay. the uh, the the bonus. Uh, what is it? The hidden track featuring. Podcast. The 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 track the the track that we started recording years ago. Remember that? Yeah, we gotta go back and finish it. We gotta go back and finish so you it. Yeah, you, you have two that are mainly me, but you have one with the both of us. Where we finally had uh, Joaquin rapping. Remember? Yeah, yeah, you know, I have, I know, I know. It's, I have it. <laughs> I still have it. I have it. I was listening to it. I, oh, I have the session actually. No, I say I was yeah, listening yeah. to it a couple months ago, and I was like. Damn, this song is depressing. <laughs> it was, but but with all, in all honesty, you guys were depressed. <laughs> we so, were, yeah. Like we, we, told, we, 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 we were, and it came out on the record, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> like I, I'm cool with that. I wasn't depressed back then, and I had no idea what was going on. But I did get depressed later. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so I understood. <laughs> so, so. It's so funny. I was listening. I'm like, man, I'm so glad nothing ever, nothing ever <laughs> fell away with this song. Even though there's this trend now where there's a lot of like sad people making music, like well, even in, in even in the kingdom. I will say, like, Sinister Minister is my favorite track <laughs> to this day. Y'all, y'all, if y'all ever come to my studio, ask me about Sinister Minister. I will play it for you. It's dope. That's all I'm gonna say. It's and it was him rapping. He wrote the song. I'm not gonna say who did the chorus, but 
it's a dope song. It's a dope song. And, you know, it's a little, it's a little dated, so it's funny and it's and it's uh it's it's super, a spoof, right? It's a spoof. It's uh, <laughs> um, it was a spoof, not, spoof slash dig. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a spoof so much as it was like a straight, straight dig at um. Don't say who. Don't. Say no, who. I'm not gonna say okay. who. I'm not gonna say who. Um, a straight dig at a Spanish artist. It was. It's dope. Right? dope at a Spanish idea. artist. So it was one of those. I, I actually want to release that song, man. Like I, we have to. We have to make it better. We have to update the sound. It's, no, man. That's the whole beauty of it. Is that it's old school. Like. I'm an old school fanatic. So because I remember, I put it out, man. Those were MySpace days. Damn. Yes, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I put it out, and um, did you? Did yeah. you? you well, I, put, I put it. I put it on my MySpace. Okay, okay. And of course, I got I got two two um, reactions. The first reaction was, and he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he was out. Yeah. Okay. You get it. Uh oh. Unmute your mic. Unmute your mic. There you go. So, um, yeah, the internet here just dropped. So, one of the reactions we're talking about Sinister Medicine now. One of the reactions was, of course, the question you know, Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I know you're talking about somebody. I know you're throwing shots. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, Nanya. <laughs> and then the other, the other reaction would be, say, Yo, seriously? 10 grand a feature of the CD? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I know you're taking shots at somebody. Yeah, that song we did was was very. I was about to say before I got cut off, it was real quick. Your, yeah. your, your sound is distorting. Of course, my engineer ears. Uh, hello. Yeah, it's a little loud. It's a little loud. Hello. Yeah. There you go. Better. All right. The sound That's, is super dated. It the sound is, is what? Super dated. The it was, sound of the song dated, is super dated. It was dated back then. Yeah. Oh, no no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But like those lyrics make you want to kill yourself. That's all I want to say. <laughs> oh, you're talking about that oh, song. Oh, no, that song. Yeah, no. I'm talking about our song. That, but yeah, before yeah. I got cut off, I was like, the, yeah, hook that was, song. the hook was, the hook was, it's so funny. The hook, I, the hook got, you know, whatever. When you, when you write a song, when it was like, it was, I can't help but feel this way. Life has got me down. And it's hard for me to say that I can feel you now. So the whole idea behind the song was the fact that, you know, that even as a Christian, we struggle. Like, we struggle with all this pain and all this stuff. But But there was no resolution. There was no no resolution. Leave it like that. Leave it like that. There was no redemption. Like, like, like straight up, like straight up. It was an NF song before NF became before. That's right, right, right. NF song before NF was NF. That's right, right. Right. We were the first originator. While NF was still Nathan, we already did. We already did that sad, depressed. You know, I'm angry. You know, sometimes. I reach for you, God, but you ain't there. Because that's really what the hook, right? It was, I reach out for you. I reach out for you. I'm reaching out, but you ain't there, son. Nobody's there. Right? Where, where you is, God? <laughs> yeah, I I think I have a copy of that song somewhere. I, I remember when I, I ran across it, I don't know, way back, and I listened to it, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> oh. 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 
a hard listen. I mean, we have that. We have since the minister. And I was I was thinking yesterday how you and I started recording that um it was also like an old school R and B song that we never finished. Was so it your song? It was my song. I think I know what you're talking about. It was my song. So we can finish that one and you can find somebody that else to sing dope. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. We like, can finish that one. You I can find somebody else to sing it. Somebody yeah. better to sing it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do. It. I, I mean, I'm all I'm all down to do the, to do this, man. Like, I'm in. I'm in. You know. No, but that's dope. But no, but uh, I, and I I meant to say this earlier. I just but you guys were talking, and I just let y'all do talking. Um, your song though, and I said this off the air, and I gotta mention it on the air so everybody knows that we old. That we old. No, you know it's funny when I was listening to your song as we we're talking earlier. It did remind me. It did. I mean, I just like that '80s vibe, like that '80s R&B. Uh, people, Bryson, for people that don't know, nobody knows who that is except man, us. I grew up on him, man. I guess it's, I guess it shined through, you know. That's kind of what. That's like, <laughs> like I don't know why his name popped up out of all the names that could have popped up, but like, yes, <laughs> You're not the first person, man. I um, the, one of the engineers that is starting to work with me. Um, said exactly the same thing. She didn't say 80s, but she was like, hey, man, man, I hear people Bryson on this, man. Like, you need to contact people Bryson. Like, she said it just like that. I'm like, man, like, like, wow. Like, really? Like, like. Is she still doing music? Like. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's an engineer. No, no, no. People. Pe- people. He's a boy. No, people. Yeah, yeah. Is he still doing music? That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, I'm yes. asking. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, actually, he, no, yeah. he's retired. He's retired. He's retired. Um, um, but he's not old. He's young. He's like sixties. No, I, I, I'm not you saying know, he's like, old. I'm just wondering. I, I, I'd love him on my record. People, Bryson, if you're listening to me, <laughs> get at me, bro. I'm go- I'm coming after you. I want you to do this song. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're gonna use this as evidence. Oh, he's still doing music. Yeah, yeah. He, he says my new music. album, "Stand for Love," is, ab- is available oh, now. Well, I'm gonna go buy your album, people. How about that? I won't buy it. I'm not buying it. I'll buy your album I'll buy when it. it features this song. Ah, <laughs> well, that's the manager. <laughs> I love your music. I grew up on it. So, like, right. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, no, but that, it was dope. I was listening to it. I, um, my girl, she, Jenny, listened to a little bit of it. Oh, yeah. She was like, oh, that's really nice. That she really liked the. Oh, cool, man. Thank you. Tell Jenny I said hello and thank you. <laughs> um, I appreciate that, man. I, I appreciate that feedback. Like it, it means for me. What it means to me is, it, it means to me is mission accomplished. Right. Of it's, that sound, like that. Of exactly. That sound, so it's a great you know? callback. So yeah. it, it gives you the confidence that that you accomplished what you set out to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I've known you for for a while, and I know that you have an affinity towards like that old school soul and R and B type music. So this is yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I mean, thank you. That works out. I heard it. I was like, yeah. You haven't seen your website yet, right? No, of course not. Your website is done since like Thursday. Why isn't it not live? I've been trying. It to- is live. It's been live since Thursday night. But with all that, I say that because I actually did a write-up to for the song. Oh. Yeah, so we'll catch that later. Oh, snap. Surprises. It's like, it's like Christmas today. <laughs> I just got a new website. <laughs> we'll catch that. We'll, I'll, I'll throw that on here later. Um, jpadmusic.com. So tell everybody 
where they can find you, even though I've been saying it. But yes, um, the the uh, website now that is live that I didn't know about, um, it's jpadmusic.com. But what I would really like you to do is to pre-save the um, No Longer Mine. It's huge, huge help for the algorithms, you know, those scientific things that... That Mark Zuckerberg that, yeah, that, controls. Well, <laughs> it's not Mark Zuckerberg. But they, you know, you know the powers that be. Um, that's what gives us, like credibility on that market and i have none so so your help excuse me i get emotional (laughs) your help your help is extremely needed on getting these pre-saves also if you have playlists put them in your playlist um it's coming out on august 18th so the way to find it the easiest way to find the uh the link for the pre-save is to go to my Instagram at JPad Music and click on the link on my bio. I put the link on my bio. Or or maybe the website. Or you go to the website. <laughs> okay. And it has a big button on the header that says pre-save now. Okay. And you click that and it'll lead you straight to to the links so you can pre-save it yes so the cool thing about that is that once you pre-save it it automatically comes down the moment that it releases on tuesday on tuesday night on tuesday night so it'll just automatically download to your playlist but what what else can happen once they pre-save it oh yeah well if you pre-save it (laughs) there's these little rules right you pre-save it you screenshot it you can post it on Facebook or Instagram and you tag me, Junior Padilla, or at JPad Music. Uh, at JPad Music is easier to remember. So if you tag me, and that means I'll see it. And if I see it, you'll be entered into a contest to win a $25 Starbucks gift card for your efforts. There you go. Yay. Coffee. There you go. I'm a coffee drinker. Starbucks coffee. All right. Right, because Starbucks is everywhere. Well, it's it's all over the world. Right, That's, Starbucks is everywhere. Know, so I, I could I could have given you a Bustelo card, but you wouldn't know what to do with that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> right. <laughs> or something local and national, right? Like kind of ugly. Yeah, bars, yeah. But... Then you can't use it. You if know, you're, if you're in Australia, right. you can't use it. You can't use something local over yeah. here. So, so Starbucks works. Starbucks is good for everybody. You know. <laughs> all right. So save it. Go to again at JPad Music or JPad Music everywhere. Right, so that's so all social media, JPEG Music. Um, click on the bio link, or the link in the bio in, um, on Instagram. Go to jpadmusic.com, and I littered that site with uh, pre-save now. Yeah. <laughs> pre-save now buttons. You know what I mean? Um, when we add his song on the website, we're also going to include the link so that you can also, you know, you go to theoverflowpodcast.com, we're also we're also gonna have a link there, and uh, yeah, help him out. Well, help us out. Pre-save the song and enter. You know, tell your family, tell your friends, and you all will also automatically enter once you take a screenshot. Right, so it's gonna look like this, Mira. It's gonna look like this. Where is it? Legacy music. Come on. It's gonna look like Jamal. This. Right. So they like that. And you take a screenshot of that. Post it. They'll put it in your stories. Put it in your, your regular feed. Post it. Tag at JPAD Music. 
And you could be the lucky winner of a, of a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. Right? So, boom, boom, boom. Um, and be your friend. So, if you see me around you know, on, on the social media, you know, send me a friend on the, on the, If you see him on the interwebs. On the interwebs. <laughs> right? So, the song drops when? August 18th. So, that's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. This Tuesday. Coming. Tuesday. You can see that we're a family of rebels because everybody drops their songs Fridays. on Fridays now. Nah. I want you to have time to have fun with it. By the time Friday comes, you can dance to it, you know, with your girl and stuff, you know. Ah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a Bible apart. A Bible grip apart. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a legalist, don't even listen to us because, you know, you can't dance. You can't dance. <laughs> don't dance. You can't dance unless it's one of those fake... Israelite dances, but we ain't gonna Let's go. That's, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Don't, side be, like side. Don't be like David. Mm, no. No, no. No. Keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. <laughs> keep your clothes on. <laughs> and stay away from uh, Anyway, right? So <laughs> she no longer young. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, you're no longer. No, no, you can keep that alone. Um so anyway, yeah. So this is great. Tuesday. Tuesday, the song drops. Pre-save now. Enter to get a chance to win a $25 Starbucks mm-hmm. gift card. So that's like two. Yep. Uh, <laughs> depending on what you drink, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're smart, you can make it last. Get a blonde roast. Small yeah, blonde roast. smart. But, you know, most people go to Starbucks for the, for the, the candy. The sugar. The, the candy coffee, right? So, um. But that's awesome. So you have plans on dropping more music? Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, I, I work well. It's not my. It's not my music. Um, it's my production. Um, I'm working with a young lady named Sarah Dawn, and her single will be coming out next month. Right. Um, we don't have a, a definitive date yet, but it's probably close to the third week of August, of September. September. And it's if another another dope song. It's a banger. Like this girl can write. Can she can write? It's oh, another man. dope song. It's yeah. another throwback. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I'm sorry. I'm privileged. I get to hear all this music <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's another dope song. I'll send it to you later, Kenito. Uh, so excellent. <laughs> so that's that's the next one. But as far as for for me, I'm gonna wait till I probably finish with Sarah before I drop another one. Maybe. Um, maybe. It depends. It depends on how things go. But um, I think with Sarah, we're, we're going to do multiple probably projects. Right. So I'm going to like do what I, I, I'm the type that I like to really focus on whoever I'm producing on be, before I do myself. Like I, I, another reason why I did this for myself is because pandemic, I was working for myself by myself. So, so I was like, right. okay, well, let's do it. You know, like I have it in the can. Let's go. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what, um, we can close out with this, um, inspiration. I, that's easy for me. That's easy for me. Um, All right. there are a lot of people like you, right. Who have the talent have the skill oh, you, and, are, they're, and they're home. Right. Right. But, are you, you know. Well, honestly, and I don't want to sound cliche, but my inspiration comes from God. Um, it, I'm sorry, that sounds way too cliche and way too vague. No, 
That's um, perfect. I mean, this is a Christian podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I can't give credit to anyone else. Um, when I'm having trouble, the, what gets me out of trouble is prayer right. um, and music. It, in music, it's not my ability. It's, it's, it's like I can practice all day long and not get anything, but I pray and it comes to me. So I cannot give any credit to my creativity, to myself or to anyone. You know, I can give skills credit to other people. I have a lot of influences with skills. Um, Lately, you know, Michael Whitaker, um, Roy Wooten, um, he's a drummer in Nashville. They've been very influential to me. Um, Even Alex with music production, with uh, engineering, um, Alex Rivas. Um, You know, I've I've had a team of people that inspire me on, on a skill level. But when it comes to the creativity part of it, it's really, really been God. Because no matter what I listen to, I listen to other influences, other, other, and I get it. You know, I hear like things that I learn from them, but, but when it's time for me to get it out of me, I, I don't, unless, unless I, I, I lean on God. When I lean on God, everything happens for me. And what about, um, motivation? Like, well, not your motivation. I know what your motivation is, mm-hmm. but what would you tell people who are listening who feel like they're in a funk, on a quarantine funk, mm-hmm. right? What would you say to them to, like, get them up, wake them up and motivate them? That's a hard one. Um, the, the quarantine didn't mess with me too much because I had been through some serious life experiences right before it. Um, that prepared me for the quarantine. The only, the only one thing that threw me off in the quarantine is that I had someone sharing my space. <laughs> and I'm a loner, a rebel. Like, I'm not a rebel, but I'm a very big loner. And when I had to share my space, um, I was going nuts. So I created a garden and I just, like, stayed in the garden <laughs> for, like, two months, you know. But not that I didn't like the person with me. I love her. To, I, you know, like, she's amazing. But... But it was I don't like I don't like people in my house. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's a different. That thing. is a New York thing. Yeah, and, and, and I'm a lonely child. I'm an only child, so like I always had my own room. You know, my house is tiny. So, um, but anyway, the um, when it comes to motivation, um, I I believe that you have to have patience with yourself. Um, but in having patience, you also have to take steps, even if they're small, um, take small steps towards the goal that you're trying to accomplish. Um, cause, um, what you call that? Desperation, not desperation, um, uh, depression or, or, or un- being unmotivated right. about your goals usually comes when you don't see any progress at all. Right. Okay. You know, and, and I tend, I've done that. Um, when I was trying to get back into the studio, um, I would open the door, look at it and it was dusty. Remember you guys clean, Mm -hmm. help me clean it. Um, and I would just shut the door and go and go back out. That was a project. You know, I thank God for these guys. (laughs) And yeah. And you know what? And another thing is you want to be motivated, help somebody else. Um, help some help somebody that maybe has your goal, but they're not. But you're not where they're at. 
right. if they're a little bit higher than you, help them because that may that may very well inspire you to do more for yourself. And, and, and always do a little bit a day for yourself, even if it's just a little bit, because what happens is that you see progress. And when you see progress, then you want to do a little bit more. And then you want to do a little bit more. And then it, for me, motivation didn't come all, all in one shot. It came little by little, little steps, little steps, little steps. And then the little steps became bigger, little steps became bigger. And then now I want to work on music all day long and, and replace my job you know, which, which thank God, that's what I've done. But, <laughs> but it took a lot, it took three years of those little steps. It took three years for him. Yeah. It took more years for me. Yeah. yeah. More years for me. Cause I was the, I was there. Yo dude, why are you opening the scooter shop? Kill all the scooter stuff. Get in the studio. That was that, Make music. Do I, music. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. when we cleaned the studio, it was so that we could clean it so it could be clean and he could get in there. And I, <laughs> right? and I still didn't right? get in. It was one of those things. Yeah. Like, like, seriously, it wasn't like, like, why would I go three hours to Nashville to clean your studio? It was like, hey, we need to do something. Like, something needs to be done. I know he's not going to do it. Let's make it happen. But that right? helped. <laughs> you it, know? It, so, all, it all, all those little things help. Um, every one of those things you know, and and, yeah. and and I don't say that to like take anything away from you or take any credit or anything, but I do that and I'll still do it. Right? Even right now you stop because whatever, right? I'll still do it because that's that's who you are with me. Right? So it's it's a funny thing how we're built, right? So that's how you are with me. If I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore, right? No, you gotta do it. You gotta keep on. You gotta. You can't stop. You know. You so talented, so gifted. Well, like, shut up, that. Right? That's that's sometimes you're like you need somebody that'll um that'll be your your polar opposite and like get you on track. And um, as you can see, Joaquin's internet dropped again. It's okay. Um, but you know, we're gonna keep this. We're gonna keep this we keep it rolling. We're not gonna say goodbye until he jumps back on because he has to say his goodbye. Okay. Because he yeah he has a. Special way of well, saying goodbye. I'm, I'm honored that you've been on my team for so long, or I've been on Ooh, your team, or whatever well, you want to say. <laughs> we've been a team, we've been since, a team since, 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 since the 20s. Since we were in our 20s, right? Because yeah. we, um, we, we were, well, we were in worship in New York, right? And, and the church were in the same worship. We, I'm sorry, we were the worship team. Right? <laughs> You're muted, Hawking. Um, you we, we were the worship team because. Remember that before it was us, they would only sing out of the old school hymnal. Yeah. Right? And we were like, nah, this ain't happening. <laughs> then we did the band. Thing. Right? And then we did the band thing. Yeah. But like the, a lot of the songs, it's funny, a lot of the songs that we wrote for worship, they're still singing. Really? Yeah. That we wrote? Yeah. The last time Can I... Can we like get those back? <laughs> <laughs> the last I, would, time, I would cut those. The last time we went they're there, crazy. last time we went there for a conference, and, you know, we let the local worship team, even though we brought a worship team with us for a concert, but we let the local worship team, like, open it up. And I'm telling Joaquin and Maga, I say, yo, like, I wrote that song. Like, I wrote that song. Like, Junior and I put that song together. Because since we were, like, a little background, whatever, like, Junior and I were roommates. Mm -hmm. And instead of sleeping, <laughs> we would stay up. So four o'clock like in the four or five o'clock in the morning, people writing throw, people throwing pennies at right? <laughs> writing songs and like building songs while people throwing like pennies or rocks at the window, the neighbors 
stomping on their floor, right? <laughs> so we'll be recording it so we don't forget it. And then you, all you hear is, right? So it was like, because it was stomping, it would bang on the, on the walls, right? It was like, and we would just, just like, whatever, percussion, right? We just keep it, we just keep it going. <laughs> This is added percussion. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this time, stay on beat. Like we had a full like Junior had a full drum set in the living room, and that was our living room furniture. Right? It was <laughs> literally it was. You know that's still you know that's still a thing. It, it's still a thing. <laughs> it was still a thing. It's actually it's actually exactly the same because we had the drum set in the living room with a futon. And now you got the drum set with the click clack. It's exactly the same thing. And they were both black. That's funny. Yo. That is funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to repeat what Joaquin said. Yo, he's single, man. Maybe. <laughs> help, help me out. Hey, man, I'm all about the music. If you're about the music, ladies, help me out. We can talk. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. You still got a drum set and a futon in this living room. <laughs> I can't believe I just noticed that. I, that never dawned on me. That never dawned on me. Oh my god! Anyway, anyway, um, right. So music has been something that we've been a part of for for years and years and years. Um, oh, we should cut. You should cut Incomparable Amor. That's my favorite one. No, that's that's no, exactly no. what I was thinking when I said we could cut it. That's exactly, <laughs> I still know all the chords. I'm li- I'm looking. I, I sang it yesterday I'm in the looking, shower. I'm anyway. looking at the piano like right now, and I can see all the chords. And anyway. nobody needs to hear you singing in the shower <laughs> or about singing in the shower. Stop. Um, Stop. Anyway, so yeah, you know we um in music for a long time, and and and. I, I can say this with with full confidence because, you know, that's what that's what connected us. That all the music stuff and all the songwriting and arranging and producing, whatever, it was always for the goal of ministry, right? Uh, telling the people about Jesus and making Jesus's name known, right? Because we would go out with the band and we would do music and then I would preach and then we do music, right? And then we just then we we go to McDonald's and go home. Because <laughs> that, that, that was, oh, we can't pay you, but here's this ofrenda. And it's like five of us in the band. We open up the envelope. Oh, so we're all getting cheeseburgers today. <laughs> Dollar cheeseburgers. Because <laughs> we got $20. Right? We're all getting cheeseburgers because the carnies gas and, you know, McDonald's is cheap. Um, but it was dope, right? Because, I mean, we all had. It was amazing. Right? I, I, w- I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, so, again. Be safe, no longer mind. JPEDmusic.com. JPEG music on all social media. Um, follow Junior. Follow his new journey as as an artist, right? Because as of as of now, as a music producer. Yeah, as of now, officially, <laughs> officially, he's an artist. Right? Yeah, you put pictures out. You're an artist. <laughs> pictures of pictures of him, right? Right. That's not my fault. Pictures of him. I didn't take the pictures. Not pictures of Sharif. Right, who's singing the songs, pictures of him. So join him on this journey of, of trying to embrace the spotlight and being an artist. Because being the brother as the manager, like we have these fights. Like, you, but you're not, you're not in the background anymore. You got to stop thinking like the background guy. You're in the front now. Like, now right. you, like things are different. Right? Now everybody's going to know who you are. <laughs> I, I stay in the background. Now you're in the front. <laughs> right, yep. so 
I don't know what I got myself into. Yeah, it's 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 a different beast. Like, we laugh about it because <laughs> we laugh about it, but it's a it's gonna be real interesting. It's gonna be real interesting. Just, just keep me making music. That's what I want to do. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right. all right, well that's it. Um, I guess that's all we got for today. This week. For this week, so be on the lookout for the song on the 18th uh, on Spotify and iTunes. Oh, and also, if um, if you like the song, comment away. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah, let us know, I'd JPAT. Like I'd love to hear the since, feedback. Since yeah. you're the first ones to hear it. Wow. Yeah, JPAT, JPAT music. So um, thanks for joining us, as always. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, we're always glad to have you. Maybe next time we can get into some conspiracy theories. Yes. I will invite, we'll invite Angel and it'll just. And all of my followers will leave me alone. And it'll be not so. As always, we're glad that you joined us. Um, anyway, as always, we're glad that you joined us. Overflow Podcast. If you're watching this on video, please subscribe, hit the little bell so that you can. Know when we put something up, go to Spotify, go to theoverflowpodcast.com, where you can link into all the stuff. As always, I'm Joaquin. Still Jake. Jake. And I'm man. Junior. Peace. Thanks for listening. Remember to go to theoverflowpodcast.com to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist. Spotify.